Welcome back to the podcast. My name is Steve Tamayo, and joining us on the podcast today is a campus staff worker with InterVarsity Christian Fellowship at NYU and the Fashion Institute of Technology. It's her third semester on campus, and she has responded in remarkable ways to the curveballs that God, ministry, and the pandemic have thrown at her. Welcome to the podcast, Sarah Lynn. Thank you, Steve. It's great to be here. So I want to start off by asking you a question. What scriptures are resonating with you these days? I found myself anchored in John 10 in recent weeks, the passage of Jesus as the Good Shepherd. So I've been meditating on that passage during prayer and discipleship meetings with students. Um, And I've been struck by the ways that I've seen Jesus's words uh, come to life as I've seen him reveal himself as the good shepherd to students in our chapter um, in recent weeks. In particular, uh, verse nine, Jesus says, I am the gate. Whoever enters through me will be saved. They will come in and go out and find pasture. The thief comes only to steal and kill and destroy. I have come that they may have life and have it to the full. And so that idea of just Jesus offering life and life to the full to students, even in the midst of a time when it feels like things are being stolen or taken um, and everything just feels very uncertain, been amazing for me to see just Jesus um, still generously giving life um, to students and students finding themselves um, just full of joy at the new life that Jesus is offering them in this season. And that's one of the reasons I wanted to talk to you today, because I heard a story through the InterVarsity grapevine about a student experiencing new life in an unexpected way. So you did an online small group. Uh, What made you decide to do an online small group? Sure. So it was roughly, or actually two weeks ago, exactly. um, We found ourselves in the midst of Um, everything that was developing with COVID-19, NYU had announced uh, that they were moving all classes online for an unspecified amount of time at that time. So this was day two of online classes uh, at NYU, and it was the second day that I found myself just not able to be on campus, not able to be with students um, in our usual classroom, having small group, diving into God's Word together. And so um, the only logical response was we would take it online, we would hop on a Zoom call together um, and have an opportunity to still um, to still gather and to still continue studying God's Word and seeing um, what He had in store for us. So yeah, we, we went on the Zoom call and, and had small group um, there instead that day. So what surprised you about having small group online? It's definitely very different. Um, I think my preferences for uh, doing ministry and having Bible studies always, I love being able to be with students in person and all of us being able to share a meal together and yeah, being in one another's presence and in that facilitating uh, the community and the bonding that happens um, within our small groups. I mean, our move to online ministry was in many ways um, something that we didn't choose, but we've been seeing just the opportunities there for students to encounter God in new and fresh ways um, and for us to still um, be able to connect um, even from different states, from different time zones. Um, And so it's been um, incredibly interesting to just see the ways that ministry is changing in light of um, the present circumstances. Yeah, I mean, I think one of the things that this disruption has done for a lot of us is it's forced us to grapple with 
what is essential about our ministry and what can God do with those essential elements. And so this ability to connect with each other, to engage scripture together, it turns out that being in the same room, while wonderful, is not essential in this moment for this particular facet of your ministry. Well, I I heard a story about a student having an encounter with Jesus. I felt so encouraged to hear this story. Would it be possible for you to share this story with us? Sure, I'd love to. So I have a student in our Thursday small group. Um, her name is Erin. She's a freshman at NYU this uh, this year. Hi, Erin. If you listen to this, Erin, thanks so much for giving us permission to share your story. Yes. It's been such a joy to work with Erin and to see the ways that God has been at work in her life um, in the last semester and a half. I first met her on the first day of the fall semester at our club fair. She had come to club fair looking for just one student org, and that was InterVarsity. Um, and since then, she's been involved in our small groups and faithfully coming out to our Thursday one, even when it moved online. Two weeks ago, Aaron and I were studying Luke 10. It was just you and Aaron? Yes, it was just Aaron and me. I feel like you said this small group normally has two or three students who participate in it. And when Aaron showed up, on that day, you didn't know if anyone was going to show. Yeah, I had no idea what would happen given all the different changes and disruptions. How did it feel to see Aaron's face on that Zoom call? It was exciting. It was new. It was different. Um, she was still on campus that day and made the decision to just have her dinner over Zoom while studying God's Word together. Yeah, well, thanks for letting me interrupt you there. So you said you're studying Luke 10. Yes. I don't even remember exactly what we were talking about, but Erin just started sharing about how she had felt like uh, in recent weeks, God had been slowly kind of inviting her um, to to recommit and rededicate her life um, to Him. And so she started sharing about how she had been realizing that she hadn't Um, In her words, been fully um, following Jesus. Um, She had grown up in the church, grown up um, going to church, to small group, um, but was asking God, how would my life actually change if I um, really decided um, to follow you and make that adult decision to follow Jesus? I wonder how often this is happening around the country. This disruption, this pandemic is forcing people to really re-examine their deeply held beliefs. So what happened as she's asking you these questions and sharing this with you in the study? Like, what happened next? Yeah. And so it just felt like God was at work. God was speaking something to her in recent weeks. And so um, we uh, prayed and asked God um, what he um, was inviting Aaron to do. And uh, by the end of the small group, I got to pray with Aaron about um, making that decision to rededicate her life to Jesus um, as a freshman in college and yeah, wanting to really make her faith her own um, as something that wasn't just something that she saw her parents do or something that she just went along with um, as she was growing up, but really wanting to um, have her life centered on Jesus and respond fully to his love, grace, and truth. One of the things I love so much about this story, Sarah, is how gentle you were with Aaron. You didn't prey upon her fear or anxiety about the disruption but instead you just created a space for Jesus to do what Jesus wanted to do. I really respect that a lot. 
I think naturally, um, with everything that's happening in our current climate, students are already asking questions about what really matters. But as students are starting to ask these questions um, and do a lot of soul searching, I think, in this season, I've been wondering how how I as a campus minister and how our structures, our small groups um, can best serve students in bringing those questions to Jesus directly um, and seeing what his unique invitations are to us in this season. So online small groups, you're going to continue trying these things out? Yeah, it's our new normal now. And so we're just pressing in um, to and navigating all of this together. I think uh, I think part of the joy in it is that our entire region and our entire movement, so both our, my region in New York, New Jersey, we're kind of exploring and um, stepping out into this unknown together. And so there's been a ton of space for increased collaboration and partnership to happen, which has been um, exciting. And um, and then just seeing our movement um, as a whole across the country and, and world um, really kind of all in the same boat and all of us um, pivoting together and looking and watching and waiting to see what God is inviting us to and calling us into. And I think uh, seeing that um, unite us and um, call us into a season of unknowns and uncertainties has been really exciting to see as well. Yeah, you don't exactly know what ministry is going to look like during the disruption, but you still know Jesus, the Good Shepherd, and his ministry continues during the disruption and he invites us into it. Hey, if you're listening to this and you're inspired by hearing Erin's decision to rededicate her life to Christ, and you're saying, I really would like to have an online small group of my own, InterVarsity has created an online small group resource kit. If you go to intervarsity.org slash online, you can have access to it for free right now. We would love to share that with you so that you could start your own online small group to connect with people, to seek the Lord together, to get creative, and, and maybe even to experience some transformation. Uh, Sarah, I want to pray for you as we close. Would that be okay? Yeah, I'd love that. Jesus, thank you so much that you are the good shepherd and that you are caring for Students like Aaron, who have made decisions to follow you, Jesus, we pray that you would give ministers like Sarah, ministers like Sarah's students, ministers like the faculty on campus, would you give them wisdom as they continue to chase after students who have been seeking you? Would you do your sovereign work to draw them to yourself? We pray this in your name, Jesus. Amen. Amen.